0: And then you realize that the first time and the first verse is the entire song, that's that's it. it. And so I I get really tired and really sick of Mm. that one really fast.
1: hey you better watch out you better not cry you better not pout and kirby's gonna tell you why here in a few minutes because we're kicking off a very special holiday themed edition of the promo front podcast episode number 129 by my count i'm one of your hosts bill petrie with me as always let's call him the captain of christmas himself the one and only chris kringle captain kirby Hossaman. and kirby how the eggnog are you?
0: I'm doing pretty well. And I love I love when you say by my count, because we both know that my count of in the editing things, I'll send you things and the the numbers are always whacked <laughs> out. So always listen to Bill's count. Um, I'm doing really well. Um, good. I think we are officially at that season where it's like, okay, we're here now. And yeah. that's kind of good because it's like once you get to a certain level of the buildup, you're like, okay, whatever. Let's
1: just yeah. get to it. Let's and so it over yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty well, buddy. How are you doing? <clears throat> Doing good, uh getting ready for the bomb cyclone to hit. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we're getting some cold weather here. Yeah, living in Chicago and in New York for, for a combined 15 years. I, I I find the way, you know, sometimes the way people prepare for the cold down here a little funny. But then again, I grew up in Texas, so I don't like it either. But the tomorrow here in Nashville, the high will be four. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a yeah. little cold. So preparing for that. But uh, you know, that got me to thinking, Kirby. Got mm. me to thinking about Reflecting as we end the year, you know, as and as we reflect on the end of 2022, I'm going to ask kind of a a, a rhetorical question, if you will, Kirby. Did you focus on the most important things? You know, many times we feel we accomplished uh, what we accomplish is trivial and we end up shortchanging what is the most important thing to the growth of our respective businesses. And this begs the question how often do you work on your business as opposed to in your business? Well, Perhaps the best place to start is by asking yourself what changes you'll be making in 2023 to improve you, which in turn is going to help your sales and your marketing and enhance your success both personally and professionally. Now, our sponsor today is PXP Solutions, and they wanted to share that message. And they believe that the key is to help your clients sell more of the products and services they sell. That's their entire goal. That's all they want to do is help your clients sell more of what they are selling. And as the premier contact contract decorator, in the United States, their signature purpose is to help you forge those bonds that are necessary to grow your business and that of your end buyers. And they want to do that by effectively communicating through creatively decorated apparel. And I love that phrase. They want to communicate creatively through decorated apparel. Curly, I know you really appreciate a business partner who's focused on building your relationships and helping support your efforts.
0: Yeah. I mean, I often say that I'm in the business of making promises for other people, right? Because, Mm -hmm. and, you know, ultimately the other folks in our industry are the ones that are often manufacturing. And I think that people who have that 10,000 foot view of what we're trying to accomplish are the people whose promises I want to try and keep. And so I think that was a great message.
1: I I love that. And, you know, we, we all work with, uh, you know, partnership uh, partner, business partners, whether it's suppliers or distributors, and sometimes you don't know what the intentions are. And that's what I love about PXP Solutions. So when you're ready to partner with an apparel decorator that is completely dedicated to your success, call Bruce Jolish at 214-380-1883. That's right. The man owns the place and answers his phone. That's right. (laughs) If you don't want to call him, And you should, because he's a lovely conversationalist. (laughs) And I mean that. He's actually a truly a sweet man. Uh, Go ahead and email him at bruce at pxpsolutions.com. And like I said, he'll pick up the phone. But they really wanted us to share this message from everyone at PXP Solutions. They wish everyone a safe, healthy, and prosperous new year. So love that message. So Kirby, we made an editorial decision. We're not really going to talk about promo up front this week. We wanted to have a holiday-themed episode, have a little bit of fun as we wind down the year. And so we have both committed to broadcasting at that ever-elusive eggnog level. So <laughs> why don't you join us on a ride through uh, some things. So the first thing I have up front, I want to talk about the branding of Santa Claus. Now, a little history for everybody, and, and a, one quick question. These are going to be some rapid-fire fun stuff. Um, so the the Santa Claus we see today... Was really created by painter Haddon Sundbloom on behalf of Coca-Cola in the early '30s. Coca-Cola wanted to associate their soft drink with Santa Claus. Uh, Sundbloom used uh, Clement Clark Moore's uh, "Twas the Night Before Christmas." The description of Santa in that story as a, a jolly rotund elf in a red suit—that was his—that was his, that was his uh, inspiration. And so all the Santas we see today in that red suit with the white trim, the rosy cheeks, that is really a creation of a marketing campaign. And he did the Coca-Cola, it's called a Haddon, uh, the, the Sun to Bloom Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, he did that for over 40 years. and It's kind of iconic. So I wanted to ask you, with that as a background, mm-hmm. are we doing our children a disservice? Okay, if anybody's children are listening, shut this off right now. Right now. Good. Shut it off. Good. Are we doing our children a disservice by perpetuating the myth of Santa? Absolutely not. Absolutely
0: not. This is one of those things that I see our culture doing right now where we are wildly overthinking this particular thing. I. This is one of those that, um, you know, I think we are so quick to suck the joy out of everything in life right now. There's a little bit of magic around Christmas. Okay. And that's okay. And it's funny because of course, you know, my, I now have a grandson. And so I asked my daughter, you, you kind of gave me this topic and I'm so glad you did. Cause I it gave me a chance to actually be introspective about this. Sure. I actually asked my daughter, Hey, what uh-huh. are you thinking of doing here? And she said, you know, she kind of gave me her answer and that she's going to, there's going to be Santa, but she wants to be, she wants to be um, upfront, so when Quincy asks that she'll tell him the truth, and yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. However, and we're literally driving; we were going to lunch, yeah. and uh, she's sitting in the car. We're driving. And I said, "When I tell you something right now, mm-hmm. do you believe what I say is true?" Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So then, me telling you there was a Santa Claus did not detract from our relationship. Right. Like, well, I actually don't remember it. Yeah. No shit. It's because you were a, a child in the moment that you became old enough. And this is one of those things where we as adults actually have to be adults and understand our, each individual child is different and say, look, when it's time, we'll let you in on it. Now for me, we had Jade who was about, yeah. you know, two and a half years younger. So it was like, when we told Skylar, we're like, Skylar, this is yeah. what it is. But mm. Jade still let, her have yeah. this. It's a gift. Right. And I think by yeah. we're sucking the joy out of it,
1: we are doing the way we're doing it a disservice is by taking it away. Yeah. So I completely disagree with you. You said there's a little magic in Christmas. There's an enormous amount of magic in Christmas. So that's the only thing I disagree with you on. Yeah. Absolutely. Santa is is the the Santa is one of those things. that's an idea. It's not yeah. a person. It's not. It's an idea that's... that lives in people's hearts, and so the way we always handled that was, when the kids asked, and they asked, here's the thing for people who are not parents or have parents of of really tiny ones like Skyler, they're going to ask a lot quicker than you're ready for it, right? And so what the way we addressed it was, well, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And we would go by what they said, and mm-hmm. so they said, well, I believe in Santa. Well then that's, you know, that's great. That's good. They start good t- t- asking me. questions. Yeah, they start asking questions like, there's no way. And, you know, then it's kind of time to let them in on it. I agree. And then, you know, we never had the whole, We you know, they were the same age, but one found out, a couple hours before the other one found out. Because <laughs> right. they blah, 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 you know, did yeah. some talking. But I always liked that approach of, well, what do you think? And then when we talked about, okay, Santa's not a person, but it is an idea. And it's right. an idea that only is as strong as the people that believe in that idea. Yeah. So I, I think we're 100% in alignment there. That's a fun That's a fun yeah. little topic. And, and
0: really quickly, what was funny to me, yeah. so so the, the way that I grew up is, so, and I, I I think you know this about, but I'm the only biological child of my parents. All my, 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 my two sisters and my brother are all adopted, Uh, but we are like, my sister and I are about exactly the same age. We're literally three months apart. And then my, my other sister and brother are actually biological brother and sister and they're a year apart, but they're 10 years different. Mm. So by the time we had sort of cycled through this, it was time to, um, (laughs) live that again with uh, Zach and Hillary. And honestly, even as a teenager, I was like, well, it's kind of cool to watch them and the, the wonder and the excitement in their eyes. And then it became, okay, I'm doing this for mom and dad. I'm doing this for grandma and grandpa. And it's like, that's okay too. Yeah. Uh, it's I I don't know. I think I think by stealing this away, yeah. you're stealing joy from the holiday.
1: I, I agree. And there's no need to be a fun sponge. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Especially during this time of year. Yep. You know, but that uh, you know, I, I want to amp up the podcast just a little. We're already amped up, but I'm gonna amp up just a little more because hey distributors, do you need to level up your email and social media marketing next year? Next year is about 10 days away, guys. Oh, um, there's no better time than right now. Promo Pulse is running a holiday sale. So get a jump on 2023 and save up to 20% on AMP when you buy an annual plan. So head over to promopulse.io AMP. You won't be sorry you did. All right, Kirby. I believe the next topic you have is holiday traditions Yeah, uh, adults versus children, right? Yeah. So the holiday
0: traditions right. for each of us, sort of our, yeah. our childhood versus our adult. What's the same? Yeah. What's different? So I'll let you go. Yeah.
1: Okay, so as a child, um, I, we, growing up in Dallas, where, where I grew up, we did not have a lot of extended family. So it was always just the four of us. Mm. Um, I don't ever remember, I mean, in Chicago, we went with to, to midnight mass with my, my grandma I was Catholic and a few times, but so our Christmas Eve, we would um, go to church and then we'd come home and that was, that was Christmas Eve. No big hoo-ha dinner, nothing. Mm. Christmas morning was very specific and extremely scripted. We <laughs> woke up at an appointed time. There were cards that were opened. Then there was stockings that were open and it was one by one by one, not a free for all. Then we paused and had breakfast. Then we did the big gifts. And then we all had to go take showers, get dressed up, get gussied up and go out to dinner. On christmas day and the reason we did that is my mom and dad before they had kids they decided kind of they didn't plan and decided on christmas day they wanted to go eat somewhere every place took reservations and so they ended up having peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for christmas dinner and my mother said we will never do that again so christmas dinner was always a big production and so while i i love that story of my parents doing that as a child i hated it because mm-hmm. i just got my you know gi joe with the kung fu grip i don't want to get dressed up and go to a giant buffet right. and loiter and linger and then that night my mom and dad would have an open house, um, mm-hmm. and that, so that's kind of how we celebrated. Now, the way we celebrate, you know, let's go to your childhood. What was your I'm, childhood Christmas Day like?
0: Yeah, I, I tell you I'll t- just real quick. Christmas Eve was really where the tradition was, at least I uh, that I okay. remember. Yeah, um, yeah because, no, I meant
1: I'm sorry, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So um,
0: we started doing when I was uh, pretty much all. That I can remember, my childhood. My parents had friends and and a group over on Christmas Eve. It was it, and, and there were years where it was a pretty big uh, party. Yeah. Um, it, like I, I think back and I'm like, God, oh, my parents were, were tough for, uh still managing to get presents wrapped and all that stuff after that party because there was some yeah. some later nights I think that they were, oh yeah, a bit. and so th- that for was sure. always I, I, even as I grew up I just thought it was fun it was a super festive time yeah. Santa would come yeah. to our house because there were other kids oh, cool. that came and yeah. um and then the other piece that we've done for years and years and years is uh we did the luminaries where we took uh, mm-hmm. ju- milk. Jugs, thermal sand, mm-hmm. candles. We started it. And that actually continues um sort of, and I'll get to that, uh yeah, to, to this day on where where we had just moved from. And so yeah. those were the two big sort of traditions in my mind. It was like we had this big Christmas Eve party, and yeah. then we did the luminaries. And then Christmas, you know, we woke up, did the gift thing, and then we traveled around to see family. Okay. Um, and so that was sort of what I remember and you know i had lots of cousins growing up so i got to see them always on 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 christmas
1: day and so that was pretty cool yeah so as an adult i i like i said i look back at my childhood i am in that part of it and i never loved that type of christmas Mm. it just felt so scripted i have to do this this and this and i just wanted to watch my play with my toys and stuff so I went the entire opposite way. So our way, way we do it now is usually we have um, uh, people come in, uh, extended family if if they're available, uh, come in. Usually my my mother and father in law, and mm-hmm. um, they're not coming this year, unfortunately, just can't make it. And my sister in law, so we did come in, and we will Christmas Eve. We go to Christmas Eve service, then we go out to eat. We go out. We go to kind of an earlier Christmas Eve service now, not mm-hmm. a midnight mass. I'm a little right. too old for that. But we go out and have a nice Christmas Eve dinner. We go to a nice restaurant, have something nice, whatever. And then Christmas morning, it's just when everybody wakes up. It's just not a free for all, but you know we enjoy that morning. And then I cook uh, along that with Sandy. I, I I cook a big giant rib roast that i you try to get about two or three weeks in advance dry age it a little bit do little fun stuff with it and uh, she makes a haul the side dishes and then we just relax i mean it's a whole yes. day of basically just relaxing and that, i love it that way you a lot of laughter a lot of fun
0: that's really good you know it's a, it's a weird year to talk to me about traditions about the holidays just because as you yeah, know it is. uh you know we, we've moved Uh, we're living in a a little cottage, which is great, but not enough room to have people over, um, the, uh, luminary because of the weather that you're talking about, which we've done for, I mean, since I am I'm thinking about since I was like 10 or 11 or 12 years old, Mm -hmm. I've been a part of something like this. Um, they've canceled it for this year because, because putting it out, it's supposed to be when that's happening. It's supposed to be like negative five plus 50 mile an hour winds. We just can't have people out in that. And so I get it. Yeah. And so, all of it's my traditions. though. Yeah, all of my traditions are kind of on hold. Um, yeah. When I was when when we were younger, I'd, I'd say the biggest mistake um, when Aim and I were younger and, the, and we had the kids is we were very blessed because we did have family around, but yeah, I never said no to going to places. And so on Christmas yeah. and and uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, I got to a point where I didn't enjoy them anymore because we would wake up, do Christmas morning. And then we literally, I want to say, and gosh, it's it's been years, but I'd have eight to 10 stops on Christmas day all over the state. And it was like, by the time I was so exhausted, by the time we got back home on Christmas, right, you know, Christmas night, that it was like, okay, yeah. whatever. Um, and so that's something that I'm looking forward to, to be honest with you, in the new place of sort of being yeah. a little bit more intentional and and sort of creating those ha- those those new traditions, I guess. And so
1: um, yeah. that's what I'm looking. We forward were to. we were really intentional after we had the kids that we would not travel on Christmas. Mm. And people were welcome here. Yeah, yeah. We're not going anywhere because. Yeah. I, we wanted, you know, Santa comes to our house. Not that you can't have Santa travel and all that, but Santa yeah. comes to our house. Yeah, Santa comes to our house. So I love, I love that stuff. All right, now we're all gonna right. have some fun. Okay, now it's not time for some. Now, just we, we might debate some of these ones. I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited about these. So we got a couple categories, things around Christmas we would like to talk about. The first one is we're gonna talk about the three our our choices individually mm-hmm. for the three worst non-religious Christmas songs. Yep. Um, I would like you to start with your number three choice, Kirby. <clears throat> uh, number three would be Feliz Navidad.
0: Okay. okay, I, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Feliz Navidad is one of those songs that I think that like the first time I hear it during the year, I'm like, oh yeah. And then you realize that the first time and the first verse is yeah. the entire That's song. It. That's, that's it. it, and so I yeah. I get really tired and really sick of that one really fast, and so that would
1: be no. I get that. I, I I agree with you. My number three is "Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer." <laughs> um, I don't like that song. I think it's dumb. I don't think it's clever. I don't think it's funny. Mm-hmm. I don't get it at all. To me, it's just it's it's an instant tune out for me. "Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer" is my number three worst song.
0: Number two worst song is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. It was a joke that somehow became viral. It's a terrible song. It is like it's one horrible. of the worst songs of all time. And we've decided it's it a tradition because we've done it every year, yeah. even though it sucks. Terrible song.
1: I, I would rather listen to Pac-Man Fever oh. for 20 hours straight <laughs> than hear that song ever again. Yeah. All right. My number two is the creepiest Christmas song known to man, Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh,
0: that's a good one. That's that
1: one. one makes me no no one good one That's a good choice. It's a bad yeah song. yeah. No, I agree with you. No we. No, you're not. You're not going to get me too'd on that. You're yeah. right. It's a it, that whole song is a me too moment. It is yeah, creepy. It's this gross. The way the way the the woman sings is always like very sultry, and the guy's like, yeah, "Won't you say It just uh, yeah. makes me want to take a shower. So my it's number ve- two is "Baby, It's Cold Outside."
0: That's a very. It's, it's funny. I, I actually asked the team. We just did our Christmas party yeah. this week, and that was one of the ones that was brought up. And somebody said that song's very rapey um was it, actually it the is. words they used. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It is. It and is. I I don't have it on my list, but that I I I, I buy yeah. that one completely. All now, right. This number this, 1 Carby. Number 1 will Your be worst the one, one the 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 one that is the most controversial. All I want for Christmas yeah. is you. I am
1: so I don't think it's that controversial. People
0: I, I like, that like but they don't though. It's like they say it's the number yeah, it 1 is. song and I think part of it is I don't really like Mariah Carey. And I yeah. am so over that song that it's it's yeah. played over and over and over you put on any Christmas uh, song channel and they're playing that yeah. one and I I'm I got tired of it about 10 years ago
1: yeah I don't I, I get it I understand your perspective I don't hate it that much I don't want to listen to it don't get me wrong it does you know it's it's enough but my number one, I know what you're. Hurts me because it's, you know what it is. <laughs> I know it's my it's... favorite. My favorite artist of all time, Paul McCartney. It is wonderful Christmas time. It is such a stinky do. It's terrible. It does nothing to put me in a festive mood. The music doesn't age well. It's terrible. Um, I want to do an honorable mention, if I may, though. Sure. Anything by the Trans Siberian Orchestra makes me so. Intense. That music okay. is so intense. Yeah. I feel like there's a murder about to happen at the North Pole. Yeah. That stuff makes me very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. You know what my favorite Christmas song is? Yep. Wonderful Christmas time.
1: Yeah, I know. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> now we're going to talk about our five best Christmas movies. The, yep. Our five favorite Christmas movies. Oh, mm-hmm. look at you. Yeah, I haven't wrote some. Down. I will go first. Okay, cool. I will go first. My fifth favorite Christmas movie is Christmas Vacation. Mm. um it doesn't hold up as well as people think there's a pretty couple of good lulls in the middle but overall it's a very good movie it's fun you can't can't go wrong with cousin eddie you know draining uh, his rv in the sewer um it's so christmas vacation is my fifth favorite christmas movie okay number five for me is elf uh i actually yes. i that's just
0: one of those uh classics yeah. with will ferrell i think it's one of those that I, I could watch that one every year. That's uh that's yeah. just fun. I, I like that one. A Good lot.
1: choice. Good choice. Number four is probably gonna surprise a few people. Polar Express. Now part of it's mm-hmm. probably because I watched it with my kids when they were younger. Sure. Uh, the animation obviously has gotten much better, but Tom Hanks does a great job in the multiple roles he plays. It's just a very sweet little story. My wife and I actually watched it last Friday night on a LARK. It's it's a great movie, The Polar Express. Dig it.
0: Number four for me is Scrooged. I know you
1: don't okay. care for that one, but I do.
0: I think it's a it's a just a fun take on Charles Dickens. And I actually yeah. still I love the fact that Buddy Hackett's
1: in it and Mary Lou Retton's in it.
0: It's just so quintessentially 80s. Yeah. I, 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 I just I, love that one.
1: Yeah, I don't hate that movie, by the way. I don't. It's just not my favorite. So yeah. I do like Scrooge. I if During this time of year, if I'm flipping around, I find Scrooge. I'll probably give it a roll for a while. Yeah, so I don't hate funny. it that much. All right. My number three, A Christmas Story with Ralphie. And mm. that's a great one. That That's one. They do the marathon, you know, uh, for uh, the entire you know 24 hours of Christmas on TNT and TBS. I think they do on both. Um, I just love that movie. It's uh, I didn't grow up in the '40s, um, but uh, you know, it's just one I really enjoy.
0: Yeah, it's funny. That is, I think, I think you and I have talked about this before, just separately. That I, I, of all the Christmas movies, I do not like that Christmas movie. I, I I just, can I get it? Yeah, no, that one's not mine. Uh, the Santa Claus. Um, so the Tim uh, Allen movie where Tim, uh, you know, picks up the suit, puts on the hat and all of a sudden there's a car, co- I just love the concept yeah. that there's an actual clause that uh, makes right. you now Santa. Um, yeah. I, I actually rewatched that one this year, um, just to see if like, I was like, yeah. still like, I was up. like, yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's still, that's still pretty awesome. And it talks about the magic, the magic yeah. that that kids believe and that they have that yeah. in their hearts. I, I like that. I think it's good to be reminded of that.
1: I like that movie. When I was sick with COVID last Christmas and really down and out, I just watched movie after movie, and I, I watched bet. all the Santa Clauses. They get worse as they go. Yeah. Uh, the first Fair. one's very good, though. Yeah. All right, my number two is Elf. You've mentioned it. I yeah. love that movie. I think it's fantastic. I Will Ferrell. If there's, I don't know if there's a role that was better created for Will Ferrell. Yeah. It, it's not uh, Anchorman. It's it to me. He's Elf, yeah. and he embodies that joyful. Uh, you know, spirit that we love this time of year, you know, Mm -hmm. when he goes in the coffee shop that says, you know, world's, Best coffee. You did it! You did it! And there's just something so innocent, childlike about it. I love that movie. So Elf uh, is my number two choice.
0: I, dude, I love that, and uh, I think that a couple of these we could mix orders, and we did because yeah. uh, number two for me is Christmas Vacation. I just, okay, it, it is one of those movies that is, and I'm with you. I think there are some parts of it that get slow, but the the scenes yeah. that are amazing are so amazing. They're amazing that that yeah. it carries the whole
1: thing. One hundred percent. All right, my number one movie gonna surprise a few people it is a christmas carol the 1951 mm. version with Alistair starring Alistair sim as scrooge it's in black and white it's very well acted very well done i love that story it's why i like scrooge i've watched I, it's just a classic tale that mm. i really really enjoy um honorable mention to the 1999 version with patrick stewart uh jean-luc picard from star trek Uh, uh, Star Trek fame, he played Scrooge and did a a wonderful job at it. He's he's a great actor. But I love that 1951 version, 100% A Christmas Carol, my favorite movie.
0: Yeah, that's good. Uh, Number one, it is not Christmas until I see Hans Gruber fall from the Nakatomi Plaza. Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie. And so, yeah, I know, I know what you're going to say, but it is a Christmas movie
1: and it is my favorite one. Okay. I prepared for this. I love Die Hard. I think it's a great movie. And I kind of came around on this, but now I'm going back the other way. It's Fine. not a Christmas movie. So I, is. I now have the philosophy of just because a movie takes place during Christmas sure, sure. does not make it a Christmas movie. Let me give you some examples Die Hard, Die Hard 2. Trading Places, not a Christmas movie. Uh, Home Alone, also not a Christmas movie. Don't care what people say. Batman Returns, takes place o- take place over Christmas, not a Christmas movie. Gremlins, Edward Scissorhands, You've Got Me, Curdy. I could go on and on. I've got a list. Mm-hmm. And you can have all the damn lists you want. <laughs> and, and Die Hard is a Christmas I,
0: movie. It is the quintessential I, I story this. of a man I, trying to get to his family during Christmas. It is a. It is there's Christmas music. It's set at Christmas time. His wife's name is Holly. It's a Christmas movie, and it's the best one. It's my favorite
1: one. Okay, well, I I love the movie. I absolutely love the movie, um, and and I understand the perspective, but I believe you're wrong. All right. I think that was all we're going to talk about, but I have a quick quiz for you, Kirby. But before we do that, prep.
0: okay, good. Oh, yeah. Can I give you a, a, a um, just because I think this will be interesting and timely, super oh, yeah. quick. So, yeah, new, yeah. new Christmas movie this year. I want to give an honorable yes. mention. It doesn't make my top five, but yeah. it, it was interesting, um, and probably not everybody's seen it yet. It's the new movie called Spirited. Yep. It's with uh, Ryan Reynolds and it. Will Ferrell. You did? So- I did. Not the best movie of all time. The production was incredible. It was one of those yeah. I wanted to like a little more than I did, but yeah. it's worth checking out, I think.
1: Uh, I you you encapsulated exactly what I thought about that movie. I yeah. I love Ryan Reynolds. He's yeah. kind of my one of my man crushes. I, I mean I think he's a lady crush. Everybody loves Ryan Reynolds. Well acted, not particularly well written. Yeah. Um, some of it felt forced, and it was Undiluted. it was you know what it was? It was really pleasant. It was very pleasant. Totally worth watching. Mm -hmm. Totally worth watching. It was a good good spin, but if I don't watch it for five Christmases, I'm okay. Much like Die Hard. Okay. So I have a holiday quiz for you, Kirby. This is according to uh, the website, The Pioneer Woman, the most popular Christmas movies by state. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to give you a state. We've mentioned almost every single one. So, you know, I mean, there's a couple here you might want to reach for. California, what would their favorite Christmas movie be? Um, yeah, I'm going to go Elf. Edward Scissorhands, not a Christmas movie. Just because it <laughs> takes place during Christmas, not a Christmas movie. Okay. New York. Home Alone. 100%. Give Kirby a prize. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> By the way, that's a terrible Minnes- movie. <laughs> it's not a great movie. Yeah. Child, Minnesota. 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 that christmas vacation no it's it's a wonderful life and here's a good one that's a good one i've never said i've never made it through that whole movie i want to i know it's really like a really sweet message and jimmy stewart but man i just haven't i can't make it through i can get my head behind that
0: though i I mean i get i get what you're saying and it's not my favorite movie but if like Dustin, i like the idea uh, dustin he said it's his number one favorite movie forget christmas of all time so i i mean i get it it's just not my jam
1: yeah okay uh nevada we only got a few more nevada we're heading to ppia expo in las vegas here in a couple weeks nevada
0: god i don't know um a christmas story
1: bad santa okay Uh, that actually makes sense now (laughs) that's my here's one Uh, all right couple let's see real quick utah utah let's go with uh think wholesome think wholesome Uh, One of your favorites. It's one of my favorites. The Santa Claus. The The Santa Santa Claus. Claus.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, here's some weird ones. And I'm going to do Massachusetts. Then I'm doing our States. Massachusetts. What's their favorite one? Massachusetts.
0: We'll go with Elf on that one.
1: No, that would be a Muppet Christmas Carol. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I don't want Gonzo playing Scrooge. (laughs) I don't even know who plays Scrooge in that. Oh my God. That's that's weird. All right. Uh, Tennessee, Kirby. Tennessee. I'm yeah. just going to keep saying Elf until I get it right. Okay, you're not going to get it right, so you can okay. say Elf all day long. Okay. It's four Christmases.
0: Oh, God, I with uh, Vince Vaughn it. and uh, Reese Witherspoon?
1: Okay. I guess. Never seen it. Never yeah, seen it's, it. it's, not, it's last not a classic. One is, no, last <laughs> one is O-H-I-O. I-O. Um,
0: so it's not Elf, so I'm going to go with Die Hard. No, Home Alone
1: Two, Lost in New York. <laughs> Home so Alone Two. I, <laughs> like, yeah, why would exactly. why would we like the second one? The first one sucked. I don't know. I don't know. So, <laughs> I guess the message that we're trying to share with you this holiday season is: don't go to the Pioneer Woman for statistics and data. It's not going to work out real well for you. But hey, you know, now is a great time to reflect on 2022. We're wrapping up the year and the folks at PXP PXP Solutions, I should say, want to remind you that they are the premier contract decorator in the United States and they have one singular purpose and that's to help you forge the bonds necessary to grow your business and that of your clients. And they do that by effectively communicating through creatively decorated apparel. Give them a shout. Bruce Jolish, terrific guy, owner, and he will answer his phone 214-380-1883. Or you can email him if that's your preferred method of communication at bruce at pxpsolutions.com. And they want to wish you, and I think Kirby and I would join in this, wishing everybody a happy, uh, prosperous, and safe, healthy new year. Kirby, Home Alone I guess too? that's a wrap on the Home Alone 2. <laughs>